Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome, welcome all. Welcome all. How's it going? It's good. Um, nice. Hanging in there. Yeah. How about you? Same here. Yeah. Honestly, just needed a chat, you know, as we do. Yeah. I love when we chat. Me too. So today we're chatting through five different speed round topics. Yes. So basically, as Zara said, we have five topics. We're going to go into each one individually for five minutes. That's it. Then we're cut off. You won't hear us anymore about that subject. Unfiltered thoughts. Just nonsense. But also some like sense. Some. We made some points. As we do. Yeah. Oh, I had one more thing to say. Oh, go ahead. Um, I also wanted to note that this is how we talk normally. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like we'll talk for like five minutes about one topic. And then something just goes off in both of us. And we completely change the subject. And then five minutes later, like we just hop around a lot. So I hope that this like would be natural for us. But um, I don't know. We'll see. It's very raw. I'll it's, give you that. It's very raw. <laughs> okay. Well, have fun and let us know your thoughts. Yes. Don't look at my notes. Okay. I guess I'll start the timer. Okay. okay. Start us off with a question. You will? Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much. All right, so what is your mom's relationship to Princess Diana? Oh, Princess Dian- Diana is my... I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm nervous. <laughs> they could stop. Start it over. <laughs> what happened? I was planning my answer. Do <laughs> it again. Why are you, like, on Jeopardy? Oh, well... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Pull it together. <laughs> you laugh. It's fine. My mom and Princess Diana are sisters. <laughs> so therefore, Princess Diana is my aunt. Oh. That's our relationship. Okay. Aunt Princess Diana. Yes. That's actually so true. I feel like I know that woman. Yeah. Same. Like, you know, she came to our home probably several times. Like in our childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's like that distant relative who you yeah. always hear about. Mm-hmm. but And you have very faint memories of, but that's it. Yeah. She's just like a lady from like, your past. Why do you think they're so drawn to her? Well, colonization. Nice. <laughs> That's the answer to everything. That's true. Um, I also feel like an- another thing is that she was with that Pakistani guy. Mm. And also her fashion. And she's just a cool lady. And like her story is so tragic. And I'm sure it just like consumed all of these mm. people's lives like as it was happening in the news. 
Mm -hmm. And maybe our mothers were at the age and it was just the time of their lives where it just hit them harder. Wow, that's that really like sums it up, I think. I feel like, I don't know if it's worth drawing the parallel between young Princess Diana moving away from her home and everyone that she knows to go live with this really old man who she doesn't really know. And then she's just trapped in a palace and she has such a hard time with her in-laws. That sounds really familiar. That's what I'm saying. Wow. I didn't think of it like that. It's just a thought. So you've never like sat with your mom or any like woman who loves Princess Diana and asked them. I haven't had a conversation about Mm -hmm. Princess Diana and her role in our lives, but I just know that she's a part of our life. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, same. Like it's never been directly spoken of, but it's just something I've always known that she is like someone we very like deeply respect. Mm. And, like, in my head, I've always just, like, connected her to my mom. Yeah. And, like, that's it. That's, like, all I've ever known. Yeah. Our mom's friend. Yeah. My mom actually had... We watched, like, this old VHS the other day. And my mom literally had Princess Diana haircut. And I was so, like, shook. Like, when did she do that? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Love that for her. Same. (laughs) (laughs) what do we do so she just set trends she really did set trends okay like i feel like she was that girl you want to be Mm -hmm. because she stood up for herself she's like that ultimate cool girl nice who like didn't stay in a bad situation but she's also nice to everyone and she's nice to everyone yeah she's so good to the children yeah the boys love her like her boys. Yes, that's true. Do you think she would have gotten along with Megan? Oh, I think so. I think she would have like protected Megan. Yeah, she would have stood up for her. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Why didn't it ding? Oh. <laughs> okay. What do you think? <laughs> Is the best theater snack or like movie theater snack? Oh, we're just starting off with that. I'm big mozzarella stick fan, but it has to be a cor- the correct mozzarella stick. It can't be cold. I don't want a cold mozzarella stick. I don't want a soggy one. It needs to be crispy. It needs to be fresh, freshly fried. The cheese needs to pull and it just needs to be the right mozzarella stick. I think you're so right for that. Like you deserve all of that. And you know, everyone does. Mm-hmm. Like no mozzarella stick should be cold and lacking Never. pull. Yeah. But it is interesting you say that because I like don't go to the movie theater and expect mozzarella sticks. That's true. And I think we're just very lucky to be like having access two very nice movie theaters somehow mm-hmm. that serve like really good food such as warm fresh out the fryer mozzarella sticks yeah 
They are really hard to come by. I'm thinking about when we went to Air and Space the other day and they had like popcorn in those bags. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know how they were making that popcorn because I didn't see a popcorn machine. Did you? I think it was in the kitchen. Well, I didn't think about it. Yeah, I didn't know there was a kitchen. I assume it was behind the door. Oh, (laughs) I don't know. But if they had a kitchen, that implies the presence of the ability to provide mozzarella sticks (laughs) to the people. But I don't think, I think popcorn is also very easy to mess up. Every time we go to a movie and I go with people who need to have popcorn with the movie, Mm -hmm. the popcorn is stale. Oh. And then they just have to eat that stale popcorn because they wanted it. But I'm just not about it. I just don't think it's necessary. So if there, if you go to a movie theater like how we went to Air and Space, they didn't have mozzarella sticks because it's a museum. That's true. So you settled for Chex Mix. Yeah, I did have to eat Chex Mix. But that's okay. Like it was it was good. It was good Chex Mix. Yeah, it was good Chex Mix, I suppose. What's the problem? There is no problem. It's just like I feel like maybe you didn't want it. <laughs> no, I did. I wanted savory. Okay. I wanted the Chex Mix. That's good. But you know that Air and Space also has that McDonald's in it. So I wish yeah. I could have just gotten fish fillet. But they close at five. That's sick. Even Shake Shack closes at five. Oh, Shake That's Shack. why we couldn't. I see. Now I'm understanding. Don't you think I would have thought of that if it was an option? <laughs> but I didn't know you could take the McDonald's into the Air and Space Theater. Oh, I don't know if you can. Yeah. But either way, like it's closed. True. We don't have an option. Yeah. In my childhood, I was really into like the nachos because mm. um, I love a cheese sauce. Okay. But I want to discuss this with you. The downfall of movie theater nachos. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like it used to be like a real chip and a real mm-hmm. sauce. And now they give you a bag, a bag of tortilla chips and like this like packaged sauce and i the sauce is packaged too i don't know but it looks really unappetizing and it (laughs) used to look scrumptious i haven't gotten it ever since it's like that cheese in the can that they warm up cheese in a can cheese whiz yeah cheese whiz (laughs) yeah that's super like disappointing i feel like people don't even like realize that's true. The change that has come. The downfall. To nachos at the movie theater. I definitely see what you're saying, though, about stale popcorn. Like, that will just ruin the whole experience. Yeah. And it's always stale. I don't know if it's always stale. It's always stale. Maybe in, like, your experiences. <laughs> I rarely have a stale popcorn. What? What movie theater has fresh popcorn? AMC. AMC had stale popcorn. When did you have AMC popcorn? Like, three weeks ago. Okay, maybe, What'd you it was, watch? maybe it was like two months ago. Oh. <laughs> when was Mission Impossible? I don't know. Okay. But it was stale. I'm sorry it was stale. <laughs> so do you eat sweets? At the theater? Do you eat those? Oh, oh man. no! <laughs> I have so much more to say. Oh well. So in a previous episode, like in our early days, we talked about our childhoods and like things we really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And something you and I connected over was our love for online games. That's true. Um, And one of these was where you make an avatar and you live on the North Pole. No, like Antarctica. Arctica. And you're a penguin. And it's called Club Penguin. And one subcategory of this game was 
secret missions where you're a secret agent and you're recruited to do these like her missions, heroic yeah. work. Yeah. It was it was insane. For the penguins, for, for the yeah. civilian penguins. Yeah, that's true. The subplot. The subplot. You basically became like part-time agent. Yeah. It was like your job. Yeah. And like every like it started in like 2009. Oh, but then, okay. like, every now and then, they would add more missions. Yeah. So, like, you would log in. That was good. Would they, sorry, would they add it or would you unlock them? I feel like they Both. Would, both? Okay. Because yeah. eventually they, like, had that whole secret agent, like, headquarters. Yeah. That wasn't did. there before. It wasn't. Yeah. Right. What was it before? Do you remember? I think it, you just, like, unlock it, like, through secret so the first case mm -hmm. was called case of the missing puffles i don't even oh. recall but i remember this lady and her name was antarctic and she was an old lady penguin and she lost her puffles puffles were like the puppies of club okay. penguin world mm -hmm. and you had to go find them really do you remember that it sounds familiar yeah so you've got you went to go find them is that when you like had to go into the mountains yes okay yes yeah um, i remember that another like interesting thing about yeah. that specific mission was you unlocked this like mountain yeah. called tall the tallest mountain like it was called the tallest mountain oh. and i read that it was like only one of two times you could ever go to the tallest mountain in that whole game <laughs> nice yeah dang it's a big deal it is a big deal be a spy but I feel like I spent hours doing stuff like that, like doing these missions. Yeah. Like that's how it feels looking back, but maybe True. not. <laughs> it probably didn't take that much time. There were some like, that were kind of hard. Yeah, that's true. I would get like frustrated. I did struggle with a few. <laughs> yeah. Because that, I mean, that bear was kind of scary. The polar bear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He was scary. Okay, I'm glad. Did he wear sunglasses? I think eventually he became friendly, but first he was like mean. Yeah. You know who I always loved? Gary. Gary? Gary was the inventor penguin. Oh. And he would kind of be part of the missions. He wore the glasses. Okay, okay, blue. yeah, yeah. He was cute old man. Nice. And he would like invent tools and you would like use those tools for the missions. Mm, yeah. He was like your little like Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Sidekick. I liked him. Nice carrying the mission on his back i just i remember when we had to sneak into the polar bear's house and that also was kind of scary really yeah because then the polar bear came and then you had to hide from him that's scary yeah whoa do you remember like when you would play the missions would it become like widescreen i think so yeah. i thought that was so cool yeah it made it feel like you were A really doing game. something yeah yeah you were doing something it was a really nice touch yeah. shout out to the creators yeah <laughs> They knew what they were doing with that one. I do like the Club Penguin. Like, just all the lore that they have. I think this has been a hot topic, I guess. Because how much can one talk about Club Penguin? But, <laughs> like, the the ninja... What was that Oh, one? the dojo? The dojo. The dojo was, like, another realm. Yeah, exactly. I liked the dojo in the beginning, but yeah. then I lost interest. It was too much eventually. <sighs> you but get I it. did I did really like I got really into it. Yeah. Yeah. Ended up hearing through the grapevine 
mm-hmm. that a trip that had left the group chat was able to be planned by an AI chatbot. What AI chatbot? There is an AI chatbot that maybe some people have heard of called ChatGPT. And it has just taken the world by storm. And all those people on Twitter think that it's just the best thing to come out of the internet. And it's been used for like everything, including, for example, making trip itineraries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know people who use it for school. Yeah. Which like, I see the benefit in that. Like if you don't want to think of your own mnemonic, like it can make up a mnemonic (laughs) for you. But I also feel like, I don't know. Just like make up a mnemonic. Just, just be use silly. your brain. Just use your brain. Why do you need a computer brain to do it? It's artificial <laughs> intelligence. I definitely feel like it suppresses like yeah. your ability to think for yourself and to just to be creative. For sure. Like I'm definitely it's efficient. It saves time for like certain tasks. But, like, not everything is about productivity. Like, yeah. sometimes there is joy in the process, in the trial, oh, in the so error. True. Yeah. Like, planning a trip, I personally, like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want, like, because I would never go on, like, some person's Instagram and follow their itinerary for a trip. So true. why would I go on some robots, Yeah, like, pre-planned itinerary i don't want like algorithm trip and it's also not even like like they just spit out what they find on wikipedia it's not even logically correct what do you mean logically correct i mean i'm sure there is some logic behind it the way that they like created the algorithm and the way the algorithm works but it doesn't even consider what actual humans would want to do taking this trip example but also i was listening to something about how it's been used for writing movie scripts and how people online Mm. are saying that like just fire hollywood because just have ai write it but ai doesn't account for human creativity and actual human experiences it's just a robot that learns as it goes but And it recreates that, basically, in a different format. Yeah, it's, like, essentially just fed information, Mm -hmm. right? And it regurgitates that. Yeah. In, like, it just reshapes it into an answer to whatever you're asking it in the box. Yeah. Um, For that movie script thing, like, I don't know. I could never, like, if I knowingly, like, (laughs) put on a show or something and, like, it was written by a like AI, I wouldn't be interested because I feel like a huge part of appreciating and watching a movie is like knowing that somebody like probably experienced something that inspired them to write it. Yeah. And for a robot to just like pull it out of its butt, it it just takes away any like passion in the project. Yeah, that's really well put. I just think it's lame and slimy. It is. It's lazy. It's useful, but it's not, like, necessary the way that people are harping on about it. 
Yeah, like people are trying to like convince you to like do it for every little thing. Yeah. I definitely see like benefit to it for certain things, but I don't think it's something that should be relied on. So what I look for in a gym <laughs> is open spaces because I don't want to feel crowded and parking mm. and clean mm. and not scary. And another thing that I think kind of makes it worth the money is if they offer like alternative things to do besides just like machines and like all that so if they have like a pool that's really nice because it just gives you some diversity and I think the easiest way to get diversity in my workout is by incorporating like workout classes and I am like personally pro workout class because like a it switches your schedule up b you're with a bunch of people like it's more like community what do you think? I agree. I think that workout classes are very efficient and it's really important to me because it gives you more things to do out of a gym. Yeah. But one thing I'm actually like, I would like to know your thoughts on this. Why is it perceived to be like as a feminine thing to do? Mm. Like why don't I see guys or more guys at like a spin class or yeah. like a yoga class yeah it's not as common I don't know the exact reason but it makes me think of way back in the beginning when I guess 80s like diet culture and there were those home videos and home workout classes and these ladies would do it at home and it might not even have been just the at home ones they were probably in person workout classes too that they went to and I think since then it was not just a mom maybe it was like a mom thing to do mm. moms that stay at home they would go to the aerobics class or do that at home while the kids were at school and I think ever since then it's just transition and morph into this thing because now I see Pilates classes are really big but it's definitely still majority woman mm -hmm. and it's not even just moms it's just women of any phase of life mm -hmm. i guess but it is for everyone i think it shouldn't just be limited to one gender so i think it's just the transition of it over time yeah that's interesting i never thought of it like with the history um but that makes a lot of sense like if you think about those like step classes from the 80s yeah. like those are all women in like neon tights mm -hmm. like usually if there is a man he's the one leading it mm -hmm. like at least that's that's how i imagine it mm -hmm. so do you usually have fun at these things i personally die they're really challenging but i think i feel a lot more accomplished at the end of it not just because working out in a group but I feel like you get a lot more done in a small amount of time yeah do you feel welcomed I feel welcomed you know honestly I have not had issues with mm. that nice like 
yeah thinking back to like everything i've tried i mean like i try to like keep myself small at these things because i kind of go feeling a little nervous yeah because maybe i won't know how to do everything yeah um so i'll usually just like mind my business and be in the back but um i have heard that like the regulars tend to be kind of like intense about it yeah so just stay out of their way true what do you think yeah i think regulars are a little intense it can be hard to get into the routine of going especially if you feel like you aren't welcome or you feel like you don't have a spot there but everyone belongs there and i think they they should be more common and easier to access yeah 100 percent. oh shoot wow what a roller coaster that was <laughs> what did that say? roller coaster for sure i think we did a lot better than i was expecting hopefully some of that made sense five minutes is long for some topics and it was short for others yeah for some of these i was like scrambling like what else yeah like can i say about this topic even though like i feel like if there wasn't a clock running i would feel easier too but there yeah, was some pressure there was a lot of pressure <laughs> but very un- unfiltered um well thanks so much for listening hope you guys enjoyed if you have any feedback on these five topics let us know hit us a message on at two piece podcast on instagram please rate us on spotify or apple music or wherever you're listening right now and have a great rest of your day thanks see ya